morning, noon, and bite. It's buy one, get one for a dollar at McDonald's. Choose from a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage McGriddles, and hash browns. For lunch, enjoy a McDouble, McChicken, six-piece chicken McNuggets, and more. Buy one, get one for a dollar. You can get two of the same item or mix and match them. Prices and participation may vary. Valid for product of equal or lesser value cannot be combined with any other offer. Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. All right, and we live. Y'all already know it's your girl, Ash. And thank y'all. Welcome to another episode of Black Girl Interrupted. Oh, God, it feels so good to see y'all. Y'all know I get excited when I do my shows. Y'all know every Tuesday, every Thursday, you know, y'all girl is live, baby. So before y'all already know how I do before any episode, before I jump into any topic that I'm talking about tonight, y'all know I got to do my mental health check-in. So y'all check in with your girl. Let me know how y'all feeling. Yes, I know it's only Tuesday, but still, anything could have happened between Thursday and today. So drop in the comments. Let me know how y'all feeling today. Let me know what's going on. What's the tea? What's good? You know, I love y'all so much. I have to continue to say that because I appreciate all the love and all the continuous support that y'all show me every, each and every episode. Like, I love it. Like, I so appreciate it, you know. And like, I made a, so y'all, I made a post the other day, yesterday, as a matter of fact, and I said, I don't care if I get zero likes, I'm going to keep promoting my business. And guess what? I'm going to keep promoting Black Girl Interrupted. I don't care who like it. I don't care who don't like it. But I'm going to keep promoting it, baby. I'm going to keep pushing this little business because guess what? Soon my little business is going to be a big business. And then guess what? Ashley's going to be a household name. So y'all got to holler at your girl, man. Y'all drop in the comments. Let me know how y'all feeling, what's going on. I, I need to know. Y'all know I'm doing my mental health check-in. Y'all holler at your girl. Let me know what's going on, y'all. Uh, today is Tuesday. And y'all will soon know why I'm wearing blue today. Of course, y'all know uh, I'm a bit, big, big, big advocate for any awareness that goes on in the world. Y'all know I stay pushing. I stay promoting. Y'all know I bring the most uncomfortable conversations to the forefront because you know what because we as black people don't like to have those conversations but i got to bring it to the forefront sometimes you got to make people uncomfortable in order to get comfortable so y'all drop in the comments how y'all feeling let me know yes y'all i'm feeling great today i'm feeling lovely um you know i'm feeling good um and i'm gonna keep pushing you know, tonight's topic, like I say, um, this is absolutely a conversation that we, we have to have um, because it's, it, it's hit close to home, um, not only for me, but I know there are other families that, you know, are going through what 
my family's going through, you know, so I definitely want to push it. I definitely want to talk about it. I definitely want to continue to have this conversation. Let's not let today uh, be the only time we have this conversation. Uh, but yeah, y'all drop in the comments. Y'all um, keep letting me know how y'all doing. You know, how y'all feeling mentally, mentally, how you feeling? Y'all know I got to keep doing my mental health check-ins. Y'all know that. Y'all know that because I really, truly, genuinely care. You know, um, it's heavy, y'all. It's heavy. It's heavy. It's heavy. It's heavy. It's heavy. Um, I just, I need to know. Y'all let me know how y'all are feeling. You know, like I say, I have to check in on y'all because I know mental illness is not something that we, we talk about in the black community. Um, but I want to, I want to make sure that whatever you're going through, regardless of what I'm going through, I'm here to walk with you on your journey. These are things that we could do together. Um, I just want y'all to know that you're not alone in, in any struggle, in any journey that you go on. You know, I may not have much to give, but Hey, if you're needed, I got you, you know, somebody has blessed me. Um, so I'm absolutely going to continue to pay it forward. Um, so, yeah. Hey, Zelly. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, sis. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Um, I appreciate all the continuous love. Like I say, 2021 has absolutely not been a, a good year for me. I've taken a lot of losses, but hey, um, God wakes me up every day to push through. And the day before, made today better than the day before. So, Y'all keep dropping in the comments. Let me know how y'all are feeling. Like I said, before I even jump into tonight's topic, um, I do want to know um, mentally, how's everybody feeling? You know, um, it looks like the pandemic is coming. Like, we're not completely out of the woods with the pandemic. Um, but uh, y'all keep going. Y'all stay prayed up. Keep your heads up. Um, and just strive to be better than what you were yesterday. Um as you can see, I'm I'm comfortable today. I, I I'm not in my done in my den, um, you know. But uh, because I wanted to be relaxed tonight, I wanted to really get into my zone tonight because tonight's topic is very deep. It's um absolutely deep. Um, this is something that affects the black community and it goes unnoticed. It's not um, broadcast on the news. Uh, we don't get any media coverage. The police don't care. So it's time for us to come together as a community, as, as a people, and we need to start protecting one another. And that is our women, our girls, our men and our boys. You know, we, we definitely have to come together. I'm sorry, y'all. I had to take a, a, a deep breath on that. But um, Zelly, I, I understand. I absolutely understand. And, and let me say this to you, sis. You don't have to explain anything. Anytime you have to step away to protect your peace, you do that. And you don't let anyone tell you differently. You know, um, I've, I've found that doing my, my show every Tuesday and every Thursday has become um, my safe place for me. It, it has absolutely become safe for me. It has become my, um, my therapy session. You know, this is the way that I'm able to release. This is the way that I'm able to, um, whatever load that I've been carrying, this is a way for me to unpack 
my suitcases um, and to encourage someone else that may be in the struggle, that may have issues that they're dealing with. This is a way of showing people that you find ways that, that help protect your peace. So if stepping away from social media, if stepping away from a lot of people, if stepping away from family members, you do whatever you have to do to protect your peace. You do whatever whatever you have to do to protect your life. Um, and the, you know, and, and I can't say that any any bigger, any better than that, but I will continue to tell anybody, whatever you have to do to protect your peace, you do it. Let's normalize and being able to protect our peace. And that's something we as black people, we don't do. You know, we try to take on everybody's struggles and we try to carry everybody's suitcases, but we're not even strong enough to handle and take care of our own. So let's normalize that. Um, again, thank you to everybody that that tunes in and, and hangs with me each and every Tuesday, each and every Thursday, even the episodes that I that I do on Sundays. I appreciate that. I absolutely appreciate that because like I say, this has been a long, long, long journey for me. Um, and I can't believe um, it's coming up on a year since I launched Black Girl Interrupted. So I'm very proud of how far my little business has come. But like I say, I'm going to keep manifesting and speaking um, it to be a, a big business. So um, Steve, you know, I love you, big brother. I really do. I appreciate um, all the love and the support. Uh, Tisha, hey, sis. Uh, yes. Yes. So um, with respect in regards to the family, um, I will not go into details. Um, so let's uh, jump on into tonight's topic you know like i say keep checking on your loved ones keep checking on your friends um and let people know that you love them take care of them check on your friends check on your loved ones you do, you just don't know what people are going through so let's learn to not to to be unselfish let me say that <sighs> all right so i appreciate all the comments um as i jump into tonight's topic um I do um, whatever comments you post. I will um, wait at least until the end of the show um, to answer, respond, or, or anything of that. So I said last week, July was going to be the month that I celebrated. Not no, let me not say celebrated. That I recognized black women that had been murdered by the police, um, and still no justice has been served. Um, but tonight is a special episode. Um, tragedy has hit home. Um, so let me take a deep breath before I go into this. Tragedy is, has definitely hit home. Um, my niece was tragically taken away. Um, and uh, again, you know, I'm not going to go into details and that's in respect in regards to the family. Um, but she was tragically taken, um, and we definitely just need the, the continuous love and the continuous prayers. Um, so tonight's episode is not only dedicated to her, but to all the other little black girls and the black women um, that have 
what's the word, uh, meta demise, um, similar to my niece. So tonight's show is about Save Our Girls, Black and Missing. Y'all bear with me. So tonight's show is about saving our black girls, saving our girls, black and missing, and why there's no media coverage. So tonight I wear blue to raise awareness for sex trafficking. If you know anybody go help them, go get them. Bring them home. Hundreds and thousands of little black girls go missing every day. And there's no media coverage. I really just don't understand why black women are, are the most underappreciated and unprotected people that walk this earth. I don't understand. I really don't understand. You see thousands of little black girls that go missing. You don't you get no media coverage. You hear nothing on the news. You may see one or two flyers that pass by on social media, but there's no coverage. But here we are in 2021 still trying to figure out what happened to John Benet Ramsey. And I'm sorry if I offend anybody. I really don't care tonight because this hit home. This could be you. You will want me to you will want us to stand by and rally for you. In regards to if your child were missing. You would want us to do this for you. So tonight, yeah, this is dedicated to my niece, my sister, the rest of the family, everybody. Do we wish it was a dream? Absolutely. Am I beating myself up every day because maybe I should have fought harder? Absolutely. A lot of y'all that are tuning in tonight, y'all have daughters, y'all have nieces, y'all have little cousins that these streets are taking. And you go to the police and the police do nothing. All they tell you is, hey, oh, she's of age. She's grown. We can't do anything about it. She's listed as a runaway. I don't understand. So again, tonight's show is about saving our girls, being black and missing in America. This is what it's about. This is what tonight's show is about. We're going to continue to have this conversation because these little black girls are coming up missing. Sex trafficking amongst the black community is at an all-time high and the police don't do a damn thing about it. But had it been a 19-year-old little white girl, it would have been all over the news. The police would have been beating the streets every day trying to find her. But because this is a little black girl, she's listed as a runaway. 
And the first place that they search is the home. Well, what's going on in the home? What calls that are It doesn't matter. She's missing. We haven't heard from her. We need, we need your assistance in bringing her home and helping us find her. That's all I'm concerned about. So Miss Zelly says, amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Tisha, yes, ma'am. Please, 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 yes. And it's, we'll talk out, you know. Thank you, Miss Keish. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for the prayers. Thank you, big brother Steve. And Tisha, thank you. So save our girls, black and missing. So I want to jump into the conversation when we talk about black girls and sex trafficking. Many of you know I was on the hunt for my niece last year. Many of you know, many of you that are very close to me that not only share, um, but participated in helping to locate her. I appreciate y'all. So the question is, why are there so many black girls that are into, in sex trafficking? Why? I don't understand. My, my, my niece was this beautiful, beautiful young lady. Gorgeous. Had a whole life ahead of her that got sucked into this horrible world, a horrible world. And the police didn't do anything about it. Repeated calls, nothing. Call after call, flyer after flyer, social media post after social media post, They looked at her as, as a runaway. Oh, well, she'll come home. She'll come home. There's nothing we could do. She's, she's of age. But not realizing that my, my niece was, was being sex trafficked. And nothing was done. Knocks on doors. Countless knocks on on different doors, begging and pleading with anybody to help us, nothing. Nothing at all. They didn't care. What I don't understand is if I'm coming to you and I'm pleading with you and I'm telling you this, that, and the third about the situation, why are you not trying to help me? Why must we get out and beat the streets? And this is what y'all get paid to do. Y'all are paid to, what's the word, serve and protect? That's what y'all are paid to do. Y'all are paid to get out there. If I come to you for help, you're supposed to do your job. If anybody in the world goes to the police for help, you're supposed to get your ass up and you're supposed to go do your job. But again, because this is a little black girl, 
no one cares. So, I just want y'all to understand that this is, I'm literally sick in my stomach as I do this episode because I'm thinking of not only her, but all the other little black girls that have been snatched up and, and that are being forced and thrown into sex trafficking. And these men are preying on these young, vulnerable girls and they're doing it not only through social media, but then their friends are, are, are pushing them with these men and yet no one wants to do anything about it you know I, I remember the last conversation I had with my niece and I told her come to Houston I got you don't worry about it and she told me she said you know I'm scared And I told her, don't worry, he's not coming here. Because I told her, he come here, his mama going to be buying a ticket to fly his body back to where he came from. So he's not coming here. And it made me think about my own daughter. It made me think about my cousins, you know, my nieces and, you know, my friends' children, you know, that I consider my nieces or, or whatever, you know, my closest girlfriends, you know, that I call sisters. It's made me think about y'all. You know, I'm supposed to protect y'all. We're supposed to protect one another. So I did what I was supposed to do. I stepped in. I beat myself up. You know, my sister told me, she said, you know, you can't beat yourself up. And I told her the same thing. You can't beat yourself up. But every day I say, maybe I, sh I should have I should have came back. Maybe I should have hunted her down. Maybe I should have, everybody that I had in position to get her, maybe I should have proceeded with that. But then a big part of me says, maybe this was God's plan. I, I don't know if, if I should say it like that. I, I don't know. I'm just a, a ball of emotions right now. I really honestly just don't know how to feel about all of this. You know, I, I talked to my sister and I asked her. And all she could say is, I wish this was a dream. I'm right there with her. All I see is this beautiful girl in her face. I see a beautiful face. I hear a voice. I hear telling me, I love you. I'm coming. And she was just so tragically taken away by a predator that the justice system just let slip through the cracks. I'm sick. I'm absolutely sick in my stomach. Is how could y'all let this happen? How could y'all allow this to happen? How could y'all let a known predator 
snatch a precious life away. After countless reports on this monster and y'all did nothing. Y'all didn't care. If it wasn't her, it could have been it could have been somebody else's daughter, somebody else's sister, somebody else's niece, somebody else's cousin, maybe somebody's mother. It's like they don't take this seriously. But again, y'all are still talking about who killed John Benet Ramsey. That's what they're still talking about. But you got these little black girls right here in the United States that are disappearing at a rapid rate and there's no media coverage. None. Zero media coverage. I don't get it. I honestly, I absolutely just, I don't get it. I look, I told my daughter Sunday, this is why I need to know where you are and who you're with. Yeah, she's 18, but I need to know where you are at all times. I need to know who the hell you're with. Because if I need to pull up on somebody, I need to be able to pull up. I need to know where the hell you are because I need to pull up. And you got to be mindful of the, of the company you keep these days. Because everybody that say they're your friend, not your friend, really be setting you up for the okie doke. And that's how I feel about the people that were around my niece. Y'all didn't mean her no good. If y'all was really truly her friend, y'all would have done everything you could have to get her home. Y'all wouldn't have been hiding behind your social media websites and all that. You would have been out here trying to find her to get her home. That's the part that hurts me the most. Then I, I, I fought the police. You failed at your job. Another little black girl that met an untimely demise at the hands of a monster. Again, I'm not going to go into the details about it. Out of respect for not only me, but for my family too. I don't get it. I really, truly just don't understand. <sighs> Y'all know. I'm sick. I prayed before I did this, this, this episode tonight. I really, truly prayed. And I asked God to give me the strength to get on here and, and, and talk about this. I'm still asking why. 
you know, one of the things that I can see is um, the guy has been arrested. I can see that. Um, he is in prison. He's in jail. No bond. I can see that. Um, it's clear to you that de-icing the wings will not be done in a jiffy. You look for phone outlets but see none. Only photos of phone outlets. A voice announces your gate is now 39C-12B-9A. It's like musical chairs if musical chairs made you sob in the pet relief area. A child picking his nose stares. His parents have abandoned him. The airport will raise him now. Don't let flight delays ruin your vacation. Go on a real vacation. GoRVing.com. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. I just want to sit down in the room with him. That's all. You you know what? Let me let me see this. Let me see this. I really honestly don't even want to know the why. I, I really don't want to know the why. Maybe maybe down the road I may ask the why. But as of right now, you know. I don't want to know the why. You know, when I got the phone call Saturday, I was working. My sister called me like five times back to back. And I'm like, you know, I text, I'm like, I'll call you back. I'm working. I was getting ready to get off in like 30 minutes. And uh, she said, you know, she texted me 911, 911. And in that moment, I knew. Part of me knew. But you know how you you, you had that feeling, but you're like, uh, you 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 want it, you you want it to not be true. And so when I called back and she was crying, I knew. I couldn't even cry. In that moment, I couldn't even cry. I, I couldn't cry. You know, in that moment, I just could not like. I don't know what it was. All I just felt was my heart go to drop to the bottom of my stomach. That's all I could think about in that moment because me and my sister had just talked like a few months back and, and you know, she said to me, she said, I just got to keep paying her life insurance. And, you know, through all of that, I still tried to stay hopeful. all of that I still prayed up despite my own issues that I'm dealing with you know still grieving the loss of my father I still tried to stay strong I still tried to see the light at the end of the tunnel but that phone call that's not a phone call anybody wants to receive because it, you know when I got the call it made me go and grab my children and hug them even tighter. 
It's like I just want to lock, lock my babies up and, and never let them come out in the world because there's so many evil, wicked people that walk this earth that prey on these young, vulnerable black girls. They're so impressionable, you know. These young girls, they're so in, 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 enthralled with money and, and material things, you know. And these old men promise these little girls, oh, you're gonna, I'm going to do this and, and this. And they get them and they whoring them out. They, they beating them up. That's what they're doing to these little girls. And then here comes the concerned parent that goes to the police with information. That I'm telling you, this is where so-and-so lives. This is where he hangs out. I'm giving you the information, but yet to be told she's of age. We can't force her to come home. We can't force her to do this. We can't force her to do that. But as I stated, I'm going to keep saying it again, if she was a little white girl, they will be beating the fucking streets looking for. Excuse my language. I'm sorry. Right, Steve, I'm right there with you. They need to be erased, period. Exterminated, castrated with, with no medication, something. I just, I don't get it. And that's what they do. They they prey on them through. So, right. So, Miss Keish says they'll go on the Lake Lanier to look for them. Yes. Now, if she was a little white girl that was walking in the hood of Atlanta, New Orleans, wherever, they're going to be looking for her every day. They're going to be interrogating anybody in close proximity. But it's a black girl. If it's somebody that look like me, you, your daughter, and, and anybody else that's tuned in tonight, you get this much media coverage. Zero. Zero media coverage. They'll go and they'll bulldoze and dig up a whole field to find Becky. But when it comes to Keisha or Tashawn or somebody, they're runaways. They're listed as runaways. That's what they. That's what it's listed as a runaway, because that's what they had my my niece listed a runaway. Who suffers from mental illness? But you didn't take that into consideration. She may not be a a, a threat to the person she's with, but she could be a threat to others. Okay. That's what, it, that's what, you know, I don't understand why they don't take this seriously. Miss Megan says, as much as I feel for your loss, I promise there is still some good out in this world. You know what, Megan? As, as hard as I try to believe that, all I see is the bad. The only good, I'm going to be honest with y'all, the only good that I see is when I wake up every day when my children wake up every day, when the people that are close to me that I love the most wake up every day, when I see everybody doing good, winning in this ugly, cruel world, that's the only good I see. 
but the bad outweighs the good. You know, I, I see more bad than I, than I do good. Every day I'm seeing somebody's black son or black daughter or black father, black whatever, being murdered by the police. I'm seeing more black on black crime. I'm seeing unemployment. I'm seeing all of this. People dying from this pandemic that people thought was not true. White kept, you know, I, I'm seeing it all. You know, she say, I sure pray for this and wish I could make the change. I, I wish we all could. My suggestion, we got to take our communities back. What the police won't do, we have to do. We have to make sure that these girls that go missing are not forgotten. We have to do it. Everybody gets on social media and they utilize social media. I'm so sorry, y'all. People get on social media and they don't utilize social media for what it could be used for. They would rather sit and share craziness than to share something that's in your community. I see so many posts that come across my timeline of people missing. And you know what? I share it. Because if this was you, you would want us to do this for you and your family. My heart hurts for my sister right now. You know what I'm saying? A, 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 a big part of me wishes I could step in her shoes and carry her pain for her. Because, no, I don't know what it's like to lose a child. I could only imagine to carry a child until they are 19 or however many years of age for your child to be tragically taken away from you. If I could take her pain, I would carry that. I tell her every day I got you. Whatever you need, I'm on the first plane. I'm coming. You know, there's so many de demonic spirits that walk this earth. There's so many demonic spirits. And they praying on, on, on the weak and the vulnerable. We as parents and, and loved ones, we have to come together, y'all. We have to come together. We have to bring our children back to us. We have to bring the community mindset back together. You know what I'm saying? If you know something about something, put it out there so we can know. Keep sharing, keep sharing, keep posting, keep posting. Hey, Edwin, it's good to see you, my love. Good, good, good to see you. Megan, I love you. And you wonder how you can help? Anytime, anytime you see something that comes across your timeline and somebody's missing, share the post. Somebody's going to see it on your page. Somebody may share it on your page. We have to start utilizing social media for what it was created for. Yeah, we get on here. We need to laugh. We need to joke. 
But when it comes to serious matters like this about our little black girls that are missing and there's no media coverage about it, we need to push that. And Ms. Zelly says, let her not her loss not be in vain. You can't do it alone, but start the platform. There's so many still missing. I would not know about your niece without this platform. Exactly. You know why? Because flyers were posted and you heard nothing about it on the news. Nothing. You saw one post on the police department's website and that was it. When I was looking for my niece last year, so Ms. Tasha says, I agree. They have so many documentaries about missing girls that aren't. Um, for years ago, young black girls go missing every day and you never hear about it. Right. And Ms. Zelly says, social media is a blessing and a curse. That's how many, that's how many of our kids are being manipulated. Right. Because these predators, that's what they do. They get on these social media sites and they pray, you know, because they have these, these little young black girls, these vulnerable, impressionable black girls that glamorize, you know, the, the glitz, the fame, the glamour. And you have these men that are promising them this life. So they want to go and they meet these men only to never be heard from again. You know. Thank you, Megan. And like Edwin says, we need to do a whole, a huge post and tag local news anchors and have our family and friends to tag them as well. Right. You know. When I was looking for my niece, I think I, I, I shared, I, I posted her picture, I don't know how many times. And I can count on one hand the number of people that shared her post. But when it's your own, you want us to do the same for you. Even if five people share it, there's five more people that get to see this of what's going on. I was doing a little research today in regards to black girls missing, sex trafficking. So this was from 2019. Let me let me post this up for y'all. So this is from 2019. Texas has the largest number of human traff human trafficking arrest Texas Florida has 117 arrests you have what is that Nevada 182 arrests for human trafficking then if you go to the stats Houston these are the top 20 human trafficking jurisdictions in the country, you have Seattle, you have San Francisco, Los Angeles, San Diego, Las Vegas, Phoenix, Arizona, El Paso, Texas. Houston is definitely number one. New Orleans, Atlanta, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is like in the top five. I, I know Houston is number one, and I want to say Atlanta is like number three. Then you have Charlotte, North Carolina, Miami, Tampa. These are the statistics. A pimp can make one hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand a year, and the average pimp has four to six girls. And it says one third of teens on the streets 
will be lured towards prostitution within 48 hours of leaving home. This happened to my niece. This dude was pimping her out. Recorded a video of him after he beat her up. This is what goes on. This is what happens. You know. Edwin says, I totally missed that post. My sincerest apologies for my lack of being your friend. I got you from this point on. Okay. Keisha Kennedy asked Pop to comment on this. Okay. Let me. I don't. Let me, hold on. Let me. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully she could do it. Um, can comment now. I, I, hopefully I fixed it. And so Miss Tasha says we had a briefing about a guy messaging a seven-year-old, telling her if she worked for him, she can make eight hundred dollars an hour. Miss Tasha said, I didn't see your post about it and hate it. I definitely would have shared. Steve say, damn. You know, she was. And I'm going to tell you who put her into this life. A girl that she called her friend. Introduced her to the guy. That was pimping my niece out. Somebody that she considered a friend turned around and did her this way. This is what I mean. Again, you know, young, impressionable, vulnerable girls that want the glitz and the glamour, that want the all the money, they want all the name brand, but not knowing the cost that they go through in regards to this. These girls are beat up. These girls are, are told they're worth nothing. These men threaten these girls that if they go home, they're going to kill their families. And this is why they stay. I remember a phone call I got of her screaming in the phone, telling me to help her. Couldn't do anything. So many states separate us. If only I could have got through the phone to save her. I haven't even broke down the way that I know I need to because I'm 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 trying to stay strong for everybody.
I remember seeing her face. I remember the video. And what he did to her. And he's talking to her, telling her she's a nothing ass hoe. This is what they do. And when she finally was able to get away, she went home only to be lured back out. And this time she didn't come home. How do we deal with that? What do we do next? I just, I pray, I breathe, I meditate, and all I see is her face. And what she was going through. What she felt like in that moment. As the innocence of her. Drained from her body. What was she thinking? How was she feeling? Miss Tasha says. That that's the way they take our babies. That evil that pretends to be a friend. Our children are exposed to way too much. Especially our baby girls. Right. And that's what I mean when I say. You, they see all this stuff on the video. And these men telling them. I'm going to do this. I'm going to take care of you. I'm a, I love you. And a lot of the times. The girls that get sucked into these lives. Nine times out of ten, they coming from single-parent homes. I hate to say it, but it's the truth. Dad is not in the, in the picture, or maybe daddy is, and we not seeing the proper way a man is supposed to treat a woman. A woman is not treating a man the right way, so we, we think this is normal. And we stay in these situations. We allow these men to use us and abuse us and mistreat us because we think that's love. And this is, this is happening far too, too much with our black girls. They go out here in these streets and they searching for love and, and these men, that's not love. A man that has to diminish you, talk down on you or put his hands on you, that's not love. When a man touches you, it's supposed to be in the most kindest, genuine way. Not something that's going to cause hurt or pain. That's not love. And that's what a lot of these little black girls are out here looking for. You know, um, I, I pulled up a video. Um, if y'all don't mind me sharing about 
black girls being at a higher higher rate of sex trafficking. But I'm only going to play, play a tidbit because I want to come back and I want to finish the conversation. Welcome back to BNC Live, everyone. I'm Laverne McGee. Human trafficking continues to be a major concern in communities of color. Specifically, black girls are disproportionately at higher risks for human trafficking than any other group. Why are black girls being targeted as sexual commodities? Joining us now to discuss this is the founder and president of Ramp Global Missions, Kelly Diane Galloway. Thank you so much for being with us, Kelly. We have to ask, why are black girls so vulnerable when it comes to human trafficking? Thank you so much for having me today, Laverne. And black girls are at a higher risk for human trafficking because they are largely a part of many vulnerable populations. The top vulnerable population in the United States uh, for victims of human trafficking, more specifically sex trafficking, are girls who are in the foster care system, who run away, who live below the, pro the poverty line, and or have a lack of resources to quality education. Our communities don't have the resources that we need to take to take groups of girls and make them less vulnerable. There's a shortage of access to programming. Um, there's a shortage of access to mentors that are equipped in, in community centers that are equipped to helping um, girls who are black and brown. And unfortunately, until we start pouring money, resources, people, and time into our communities where these girls are, we're going to continue to see a spike in numbers of black and brown girls being targeted by traffickers who look at their bodies, not as bodies, but as commodities. And then again, on, when it, you look into the, the, the judicial system, our girls are victimized there again. Think about names like Centoya Brown, Crystal Kaiser, uh, Zephania Trevino, and, and, and Delicia Carmichael. These young ladies don't receive the justice that they look that they that they need because they're over sexualized and they don't receive justice um as much as white girls do kelly kelly i want to make sure that we understand the terminology here what is the difference between human trafficking and sex trafficking so human trafficking is like this umbrella it includes multiple types of trafficking so human trafficking can be sex trafficking labor trafficking organ harvesting entertainment, uh, militias, um, and, and uh, begging, um, as well as, you know, just entertainment where people go to pornography and things like that. So when we talk about this problem here, how long has this been going on? I mean, because w what you're talking about sounds like problems I've heard of in the past, in the 80s and 90s, but it, they didn't use this terminology to describe it. So can you explain, is this something different than what we traditionally heard of with, with different terminology, which I, I won't say on air, but I think most people know the, the terms that are usually used for those type of things when women are, uh, you know, forced to do those certain things. Uh, is this a yeah. new problem? Is this the same problem? Is it, this, it got a different name? Can you help us through that? Well, I think human trafficking is 
as old as probably almost civilization. Human trafficking is just a fancy term for slavery. Think about it, our ancestors, I'm only the third generation of my family to not be born on a plantation. Uh, my ancestors were bought and sold for sex, labor, medical experimentation, and entertainment. They were trafficking victims, bought and sold as if they were pieces of property. Um, human trafficking, like I said, is just a fancy word for slavery and it's here, it exists in our communities. And yes, in the, in the 70s and 80s, like you're talking, people were forced into prostitution and unfortunately um, people don't realize that it still exists today or they just think that especially in the United States that it happens overseas but human trafficking is very that, that, prevalent that's exactly. not just <laughs> Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Yeah, that's exactly what I was asking you about specifically. I was trying to find the word for it, prostitution. Um, you, you used to hear about that, um, you know, and, and slang phrases used for, for, for men, and they, they would gather young girls and young women and that sort of thing. So really you're saying it's the same problem. It just has a, a, an updated name to it, but it's still the same problem. Absolutely. There are there are individuals who do say that they want to work in prostitution and then there are others who are forced into it. And unfortunately, um, to speak to your your question earlier about why are so many black girls missing or why are there so many black girls forced into uh, sex trafficking? A lot of times it's literally because they don't know that they're victims because society tells them that they're criminals. And until we start calling it exactly what it is, trafficking, being forced into prostitution, them having to do this against their will, then we really can't help them. And so, um, knowing these words and, the, and this verbiage is important if we really want to free them. Kelly Diane Galloway, founder and president of Ramp Global Missions, thank you so much for joining us and explaining that situation. So I want to talk about that because like I see, my niece was forced into that. You know, she became addicted. To that. I won't necessarily say she became addicted. She was she was forced, the guy threatened and told her that if she were to leave, you know, he would kill her, he would kill her mom, he would kill her siblings. So she did what any person would do. She she stayed. And even when she did get out and, and she went home, you know, Miss Tasha, you just made a, a, a excellent comment. You know, Ms. Tasha says, in these situations, we feel helpless. The FBI has a sex trafficking division. 
please call your local office, get them involved, and don't give up. These traffickers slash pimps are winning because families feel helpless and the addiction to that lifestyle draws them back. Get them involved. So let me let me let me uh, speak on that. So my sister filed numerous reports in her state. Numerous reports. Only to be told, well, she's 18. We can't do anything about it. She's grown. By law, she's grown is what they said. My sister told him she suffers from mental illness. Everything. They did nothing. My sister even found out where the dude stayed. Knocked on every door. And, and again, you know, in this day and age, you know, we still live by the code. You know, we if we know something, we're not saying nothing. But it was one person that stopped my sister as she was about to leave and told him, oh, they live in this apartment right here. And the saddest part of all of this is this, this, this boy mama knew what he was doing. You got this underage girl staying in the house with you and your mama. Yeah. The mama knew. So when my niece was able to finally get away, she was lowered back again. She was lowered back again. This time by a different individual. Right. The mama was benefiting. So this time my niece was lured by another individual. A well-known registered sex offender. Who popped up at my sister's house and was stalking my niece. Was stalking her. Like an like a animal hunting his prey. That's what he was doing. My sister filed three or four police reports. Police did nothing. Did nothing. Now she's met her untimely demise at the hands of a monster. At the hands of somebody that I just want to sit in a room with you for 30 seconds. I might end up in handcuffs. And you may end up in a bag. And you're right. Cause she went to lieutenants. I believe she went to the lieutenants. Um, I think she contacted contacted the FBI. I am not a hundred percent sure on that, but they didn't do anything. Tasha, I'm gonna call you. I need some info from you.
I need some information so I could pass that along. Nothing. And this dude is a registered sex offender, and, and I hope it's safe for me to say this. My niece was not his only victim. I hope it's safe for me to say that. Because, again, I'm still going to stay respectful of the family. I, I got this weight on my shoulders, y'all. Oh, yeah. Oh, they know him. They know him. Because, again, this is not his first go-round. And, again, because this is still pending, this is a pending investigation, I can't say too much. But, yes, he's known. And my niece was not his only victim. One question that I have. What can we do as a community to save our black girls? What can we do as, as, a, as a family, as a community, as a whole? What can we do to save our black girls? Because they get no media coverage, none, zero. You know, I want to know why is there never any media coverage when it comes to these missing black girls? But again, people are still talking about Casey Anthony. People are still talking about Lacey Peterson. People are still talking about Jean Benet Ramsey and the countless other little white girls that have gone missing. But no one wants to have the conversation about the young lady that left out of the police department in California. And she suffered from mental illness and nobody knows anything. There were flyers that were posted by the police department in regards to my niece. And you know what? That's as far as it went. That's as far as it went. Y'all let me know. Why is there no media coverage? Why not? Now they'll they'll post, they'll they'll circulate media coverage of. I remember, you know what, let me let me take y'all back. I remember when, do y'all remember the girl, all the girls that went missing? Was it the girls from Nigeria? We talked about that all of what? A month, maybe? Two, three weeks? And then you didn't hear about it anymore. Did they ever find those little girls? Do you remember the, the girls that were found that escaped the house that the Hispanic man held them captive? 
They still talk about that to this day. They still talk about it to this day. And you're right, Tasha. They don't care. They don't. And that's the sad part is, is this is this is what we have to do to get attention is we have to get up and act like clowns in a circus for somebody to get off their ass and do something. And I think that's so sad that that's what we have to do is that we have to get up and we have to act crazy like we have no common sense for somebody to do something about it. I think it's sad that that's what it takes. Is for us to get up here and act like clowns on a stage to get some type of recognition. To get someone to even take a look at it. And the saddest part of all of this, they're still not trying to do anything and my niece is gone now. They're still not trying to do anything. Yeah, he's he's in jail. Yeah, he is. But he's not on he's not in jail on the account of my niece. Let me say that. So what does that tell you? What does that say? And we have to. And you know, Tasha, I said that earlier. You know, you got to put your own struggles, you know, to the front. And that's what we do, you know. And, and that's why I say if a post comes across your timeline, and granted, no, I don't see everybody on my friends list. Uh, but if I see something in regards to somebody missing or, or whatever the situation is, I'm going to share it. Because this could be you. This could be your child. This could be your niece. This could be your sister. This could be your mother. This could be your father. This could be anybody. And the saddest part of all of this is we as black people, we don't even take it seriously. But we'll get on social media and we'll share people fighting in the Waffle House. We'll share people getting beat up in the middle of the street. Or we'll share all of that. But if you see a child that's missing, you see a flyer and, you know, they say to share, get this out. We'll bypass that. We'll scroll past that. Until it hits home. And then it's like, can y'all please help me? What about this other family? Who's looking for their missing loved one? I just shared a post yesterday. I know, or was it today? A, a, a man in Atlanta that's missing has dementia. No, I don't know him, but I shared it because if that was my daddy, if my daddy was still alive, I would want someone to share this and help me find my daddy. So you don't have to know the person, but it only takes a moment for you to share that post. 
and just write a little caption. Keep sharing or please share something. Because you never know when you're going to be sitting in, in those shoes or when you're going to be walking. Um, let me say this. When you're going to be walking in those shoes or sitting in that same chair begging for us to come help you find your missing loved one. So it only takes a moment. So Steve says some escape um, Book Haram. He said the others are slave, sex slaves. Nigeria has a huge slavery problem also. So there's no interest because of corruption there and here. You're right. But it's up to us to protect our own. And thank you so much, sis. She says, my platform is a great start. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. They're going to definitely show, share some videos of twerking. You know, I'm not saying we got to all be that you got to be serious all the time because you may see something funny that come across your timeline and you want to share and tag somebody in it. You know, that's like I'll tease Tasha, Miss Tasha Leon, um, Leon right here. I'll tease her. Because, you know, we, we like to drink. I, if I see something like a drunk meme or something and I think it's funny, I'm going to share a tag in. A girl, you know, I'm not saying we got to be serious all the time. But if you see something about a child missing or a loved one, just hit the share button. That's all it does. Just, just hit the share button. You know, if, if you have the voice or the platform, to bring a lot of issues to the forefront, utilize it. You know, like I tell y'all all the time, I, I created Black Girl Interrupted to have some of the most uncomfortable conversations so we could get comfortable. That's why I created Black Girl Interrupted. It's for things like this. To bring awareness to topics that are predominantly swept under the rug. You hear about sex trafficking, you know, you hear about organ harvesting and it's all happening right here in the black community, but we're not talking about it. The Caucasian people are not going to talk about it. So guess what? We got to talk about it. We need to bring it to the forefront because again, no one wants to do anything until it knocks at your front door. Then now you ready to take action. We got to be about what we talk about. Yeah, I said that. Some of us only get involved when it's media worthy. For the most part, we remain silent until it's knocking at your front door. Then we're ready to talk about it. Now you're ready for somebody to, to help you. No, my niece wasn't rich or famous or a superstar, but guess what? She was all of that to me. And if me doing this episode tonight brings awareness to the black girls that are missing and, and sex trafficking could potentially help see one, save someone else's child from being in the situation that me and my sister are sitting in right now, then I'm going to utilize it for that. I'm going to keep talking about it. I'm going to keep this on the forefront. Because not only is this affecting a black community, but drugs, 
mental illnesses affecting the black community. Again, all these secrets, nobody, you know, what goes on in this house stays in this house. These are things that are cancerous to the black community, but yet no one is ready to have that conversation. But we're going to keep having this conversation. We're going to continue to talk about this. I want justice for my niece. I want justice for the other victims involved. I pray for peace to the other families that are hurting because of this animal, this monster that they've allowed to roam the earth. I pray for peace and comfort, not only to my family, but all the millions of other families that are going through what we're going through. That are still searching for their loved ones. And Ms. Tasha says it's, it's systemic. Black females have always been sexualized. That's why female rappers have to be fuckable. Can't rap, but they can shake their ass. That's what's being forced down our children's throats. Gotta have a fat ass, gotta shake it, be half naked to be on top. Boom. And that's what the young lady said in the video. We look at, we, our bodies are over-sexualized. So these men are telling these young girls how beautiful they are, oh, and this and this, and they fall for it. They prey on the weak and the vulnerable. That's what they do. They prey on the weak, they prey on the vulnerable. The saddest part of all of this. So my question for everybody out here. What can we do to protect our black girls when law enforcement is no help? If you've gone to the police, if you have filed countless reports of harassment or, or stalking or my child is missing and I'm giving you all the information in regards to where I would think my child is. What can we do when law enforcement says, but she's of age? What can we do as a community? What can we do as, as a family? What can we do as a, as, as, a, as a whole? Let me say that. What can we do? One of the things that I want to suggest is start a, start a group in, in your city. Keep this conversation going. See, they, they distract us with other things and our, and our babies are being snatched from right up under our noses. Get with, your, get with your local city officials. Get with your councilmen. Right. But you know what, sis? Let me say this, Tasha. We did all of that. All of that. Even sent them the video of her face after he beat her up and you know the police still did nothing. Still did nothing. He had taken her phone, he had broke her phone, everything. If she called her mama, he was right there. She could never get away. 
when I tell you, when I went to go get her, she was so afraid that he would, you know, if she came, he would follow, he would do something to me. And I told her, baby, let me tell you something. I was locked and loaded and ready for something to pop off. Because like I told him, and I told, no, not him, his mom. I told his mama, your son will be in a box playing with me. And I meant that. It's sad to say you had to, I had to tell another mother that I would bury her son. So sad that I had to do that. But she broke free from that one only to be lured by another one. I just, y'all just don't even know how I'm feeling right now. Again, if I could just take my sister's heart out of her chest and put it in mine to carry the pain, I absolutely would. No mother, no parent should have to bury their children before them. No parent should have to do that. Not one person. A beautiful angelic soul. Yeah, my niece was flawed, but guess what? She's still an angel and still gorgeous and beautiful to me. I've gained a new angel. As much as I don't want to believe it, I have to accept it. You know, God had, had needed her with him. And I say that. I woke up today with the heaviest heart because I saw a face in my dream, smiling. You know, again, I, I wonder, what was she thinking about? Was she calling for her mom? Was she calling for her sisters? Was she calling for her dad? I have a million and, and one questions, you know. I don't know. I, I just, you know. Miss Tasha, that's what we're working on. Oh, and they, they, We'll talk. And I'm right there with you. There's definitely a need for change. Let's start. 
I'm I'm here. I'm hosting a room tomorrow night on Clubhouse. We're going to talk about this same conversation again. What can we do when law enforcement does not help, when you've done all you can? What can we do to protect our black girls? Hey, Azrael, it's good to see you, love. Hey, better late than never. You know, you can always go back on YouTube and watch the replay. You always can. And I'm, I'm with you, Tasha. I'm fed up. And I love you more, baby. I love you more. Now hiring bookworms like Courtney, a crew member at the Batesville McDonald's. McDonald's is great to college students because they actually offer tuition assistance. They've basically paid for what student loans couldn't cover. We're hiring people like Courtney who are passionate about what they do. Our benefits include tuition assistance, flexible hours, paid time off, free employee meals, and more. At McDonald's, the crew is the special sauce. Join us. Apply now at McDonald'sHiresOhio.com. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. I send the biggest hugs. And love to the families who have been through what we're going through right now. I send an abundance of prayers to the families that are still trying to get justice, to the families that are still seeking answers, to the families that are still wondering what they could have done. I pray for them. Because they don't. They don't care. You know. And again, I, I want to go back to that question. What can we do to protect our black girls when law enforcement is no help? What do we do? Maybe that's a question we'll never get. I won't say that. I won't say that. Scratch, scratch what I was about to say. But I want to know what can we do to protect our girls when law enforcement is no help? What can we do? One of the suggestions I said was, excuse me, start something in your community. In your neighborhood, in your area, wherever. Start something. And you push it. And like Ms. Tasha said earlier, you get the police involved. You get the feds involved. You get the FBI involved. You get your city and your local officials involved. There's so many people out here that I think would really help in, regard, in regards of pushing something like this when it comes to searching for our missing black girls and black women. As Ms. Tasha said before, 
we got to have to ask for them to even pay attention. And I think that's that's we shouldn't even have to do all of that to even get the the police on our side, the legal system on our side to take us seriously when we say our child is missing, she's being held against our will, she's being abused, especially when we bring you evidence. Stop writing her off as a runaway. Because at some point, I really don't even believe, and, and I won't say all police, but I don't even think any of the police think this could be you. Put yourself in, in this parent's shoes. Walk in, walk in this parent's shoes that's coming to you, that's begging you for help in trying to bring their child home. Especially when you got the evidence. Especially when we've brought you video footage. We've brought you text messages. We brought you all the information in regards. We even brought you the, the location of where they're seen every day. And you still did nothing. So you failed, my niece. You possibly could have saved her life had you have taken it seriously. You know, they so worried about busting people with a little ounce of, of marijuana or something like that. But you got these little black girls that are missing that didn't take it seriously. You know what, Miss Tasha? She even went as far as, if I'm not mistaken, she reached out to the, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the chief of police. So, like Ms. Tasha said, you got to vote in people that care, then you bring that issue to them. Why pay law enforcement if nothing's ever serious enough for them to respond? But if Becky call and say someone looks suspicious, they run. Right. If it was a little black girl that they saw in the hood, they would have been all up and down MLK. They would have been all up and down Metropolitan Parkway. They would have been all up and down Fulton Industrial. They would have been all in the French quarters. They would have been all in Los Angeles, California, Birmingham, wherever. They would have been anywhere the ghetto is if someone says they saw a white girl. They coming. Right. Their failure to act caused the death. Right. And that's the issue that I have. She even, my sister even reached out to the lady that was counseling my niece to see if maybe she could help and maybe she could push and tell the police and everything. No response. No response. And unfortunately, my niece met her demise. Tonight was so needed for me. I've been sitting on this since Saturday. 
my sister right here, Tasha, told me what could she do. When I tell y'all, I can't take no more L's for 2021. My heart just can't take it. I'm just going to be honest with y'all. I just can't take, I can't take any more L's. I know they say all those L's you took for 2021, actually these W's are going to come behind it. I can't take another loss. I just can't. I pray for each and every person that if you're going through something, if you're carrying something, I pray that you're able to find peace. I stay so wrapped up in my house. Oh, you're welcome. You know, I just... 2021 has, has absolutely been horrific for me. Too many deaths that have hit too close to home. Some days I wake up, y'all don't even know if I'm coming or going. It's almost like I'm, I'm becoming numb to death now. Like it doesn't surprise me anymore. I tell y'all, man. I miss my niece so much. I do. I miss her. I love her. I ask myself, what could I have done? What could I could I have done more? To my sister, girl, I love you. You know I'm here. From beginning to end, you know I'm here. I ain't going nowhere, baby. We, what they say, we ride together, we die together, bad girls for life. Girl, I'm here. You're not on this roller coaster alone. You're not on this journey alone. Even though, like I say, I'm still grieving the loss of my dad still trying to wrap my mind around that i still got to stand 10 toes down for you Whew. i just smile you know i thank god for this gift of being of him allowing me to create a platform that i'm able to utilize for good I thank God for allowing me the words today. I so appreciate you, Father God. I really do. I thank you so much for allowing me to, to be the voice for the ones that can't speak or are afraid to speak. I thank you for that. I thank 
everybody that continues to support me from here on out, you know, from weekend to week out, I appreciate y'all. Black Girl Interrupted wouldn't be where it is today if it wasn't for y'all. I appreciate the, the push that y'all give me to keep going on the days that I'm, I struggle to keep going. So I owe it all to y'all. I really do. I appreciate everybody that just keeps me motivated. That's what I do. I, I thank everybody for that. That keeps me motivated. That tells me to keep going. That encourages me to keep going. We need that in this day and age. With everything going on in the world, we need some motivation. I mean positivity. Positive motivation. We need that reassurance. That's what we need. Absolutely need that. Yeah, I know Tasha. She lives on through me and absolutely one day at a time. That's all I can do. You know, like I say, it's, it, it just, I feel like I'm in, you know, like I'm in a twilight zone. If you, you remember in a twilight zone where you saw the black, the little thing that was spinning and, you know, you, you wake up and it hasn't really happened. That's how I feel right now. It doesn't seem real. Hey, Brandon. Hey, hey. Good to see you, my love. Good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you for tuning in with me tonight. Oh. So y'all know. I roll into the final thoughts for tonight. I think I've said about all I can say. I mean, you know, um, to my niece. I pray that your soul is at peace. And like Miss Zelly told me earlier, your death was not in vain. I didn't lose a niece. I gained the angel. Somebody that's going to walk with me every step of the way. Someone that's going to look out for me. Somebody that's going to be waiting on me when it's my turn to walk through those gates. My daddy has already welcomed you. My daddy's going to protect you. You ain't got the word. Papa got you, girl. You ain't got to worry about that. I just want to know what can we do to can continue to bring awareness to not only sex trafficking, but these black girls that are missing. Can I challenge each and every person that tuned in tonight, can I challenge each and every person that's on my friends list that if you see a post, share it. It takes a moment for you to hit that share button. If it's a post on somebody's page and they 
tell him, hey, open it up so I can share this post. Because this could be you one day. And you will want us to do this for you. You will want us to help find your daughter and bring your daughter home or your sister or your mom or a niece or somebody. Let me know what we could do. And I, I challenge everybody today and I pledge, I take the pledge today. Of what can we do to protect our black girls when law enforcement won't help? What other measure what other measures can we take? That's what I want to know. Is what can we do? Y'all drop in the comments. Y'all let me know. Send me a message. Let's collectively, let's put something together today, tomorrow. Let's put something together. But let's not let this be the last conversation in regards to saving our girls. Let this not be the last conversation. Y'all collectively come, come together with me and help me put something together, you know. Or if I put something together, y'all join the team. Y'all, let's continue to push this to the forefront. Let's figure out what we need to do to stop these police officers from allowing these predators, the, let, me, let me not say the police officers, this justice system from allowing these predators to slip through the cracks so that way they can't get out and harm someone else's child or let me see someone else's loved one. Can we collectively come together and do that? Can I challenge anybody to do that? Because we have to save our black girls. The police don't care about them. The world don't care about them. So we need to start caring about our black girls, our black boys, our black men, and our black women. This is what we need to collectively do, and I challenge everybody. To help save our black girls. Again, they're missing with no media coverage. I say this all the time. Like my brother X says, the black community needs to come together, simply put, period. And that's all I'm seeing. D.C. has so many black girls that are missing and you don't hear about it. Again, it takes one, one second to hit the share button on a post. And then you could keep scrolling about your day. But if you see something about somebody's child missing, a loved one missing, or whatever it is, hit the share button. If it's something going on in your community, and of course, we're not going to see it because we don't live in your community, post it on your page. Let us share it. Let us get the word out. We got to come together, y'all. You're right. You're right. If we don't care, they sure as hell ain't going to Right. 
And that's all it takes. My cousin Brenda says, I will start sharing. Anytime, and I challenge anybody, if you see a post about someone missing, hit the share button. That's all it takes. It takes five seconds for you to hit the share button. Because again, this could be your child that's missing. This could be your loved one. This could be someone that's close to you. This could be their loved one that's trying to get the community involved to help them find their missing loved one. Get to these town hall meetings. Like Ms. Tasha said earlier, start voting. We're responsible for who we put in, in these seats. At a local level, at a county level, it's up to us. Create something. Take it to your local council people and say, hey, this is something I'm passionate about. I need support in this. And if they say no, you go to the next one. You go to the next one. You go to the, you keep going. It don't matter how many doors slam in your face. You keep going. And that's something we as black people, y'all, we know we're strong and y'all know we could do it. Y'all know we, we don't take no for an answer. What this person won't do, the next person will do. But you have to make the initiative. You have to take a stance in all of this. Because again, this could be you. This could be you coming to me saying, Ashley, can I come on your show? My, my daughter is missing. My niece is missing. My loved one is missing. We got to do this, y'all. Y'all know how passionate I am when it comes to the black community. Y'all know how passionate I am. And if I've touched one person tonight, then I've made a difference. I've absolutely made a difference. If I've touched one person tonight, if I've challenged one person that says, you know, Ashley, I'm going to stand with you, I'm going to do this with you, then I've made a difference. Because, again, this could be your daughter, this could be your niece, this could be your sister who meets an untimely demise that was taken by a monster that had no regards for life. You know, they knew this dude was crazy. They knew this dude had a record. They knew he was a registered sex offender. But yet you didn't take action and now guess what? I've gained the angel. And you're right, X. They do sit back and laugh because we're doing a job for them. But you know what, brother? We have to take our community back. We, we have to bring that village mentality back. We have to start protecting our own because guess what? The law enforcement is not doing it. You know, like I stated earlier, you have all these little black girls that are missing, that get no media coverage. But here we are, what, 20 something, 20, 30 years later, still talking about Jean Benet Ramsey and how she was killed and who killed her. Be offended by what I said. Be very offended. I don't care. But it's the truth. Be very offended. It don't make me no never mind. 
I could care less. Y'all know. I stay offending people. And that's the truth, brother. That's the absolute truth. It's what, 23, they st what, it's what, eight years later, they still talking about Lacey Peterson. They still talking about Casey Anthony. But what about the black girls that, that are missing? I just saw on Atlanta website, a little white girl been missing since May and she's getting more media coverage than anything. And I'm going to leave y'all with that. Go figure. Go figure on that. So y'all already know. Black Girl Interrupted goes live every Tuesday, every Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Subscribe to Black Girl Interrupted on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. I'm on all the streaming platforms. If y'all are on Clubhouse, join me tomorrow night. I am hosting a room on Clubhouse where I'm going to be talking about this again, saving our black girls. Again, what can we do as a community? What can we do as a community to save our black girls? And what can we do when you're black and missing and you get zero media coverage? So don't forget, y'all, I go live again Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And I will be talking about Luana, Luana Phillips. Hashtag say her name. I'm going to continue the month. Of talking about black women that were killed at the hands of the police and no justice was served. That's every conversation to the end of July. But again, tonight was special. Tonight I had to come and I had to talk about my niece because I miss her so much. Um, and if this could help save one else, someone else's child's life, then I've made a difference. Protect your daughters. Take them back from the streets. Again, we have to get back to that village, that village mentality, that community mentality, where we have to step in and and protect our girls, protect our boys, protect our men, protect our women. But on this note, let me say this as I end the show: If we want others to respect us and take care of us guess what we have to start taking care of us and respecting ourselves before the others will do so and you can take that how you want but i love y'all i absolutely appreciate y'all tuning in with me tonight thank y'all for the love the support please keep praying uh we definitely need it and like I say, I challenge everybody, if you see something, share it. Share it. I love y'all, and I will see y'all Thursday night. Same time, same place. Again, Lawana Phillips will be who I'll be talking about on Thursday.
Hashtag say your name. And don't forget, I will have my girl, Kimberly Latisse from Champagne Conversations, joining me on the conversation on Thursday night. So I love you guys. Everybody stay safe. And y'all just keep praying. See y'all Thursday. Bye, y'all. Morning, noon, and bite. It's buy one, get one for a dollar at McDonald's. Choose from a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage McGriddles, and hash browns. For lunch, enjoy a McDouble, McChicken, six-piece chicken McNuggets, and more. Buy one, get one for a dollar. You can get two of the same item or mix and match them. Prices and participation may vary. Valid for product of equal or lesser value cannot be combined with any other offer. Drew and Jonathan Scott here to tell you that with the American Family Insurance Home Quote Tool, you can easily design a customized policy for your dream home right from the comfort of your couch. And fun paint fact, there are over 150 shades of white, like Hello White, Fluffy Bunny, Eggshell. They get it. Explore the AmFam Home Quote Tool at amfam.com slash home to learn more about your policy coverage options. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Products not available in every state.